Welcome to Real Testaments. The messages shared at Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. We trust God that through this message, your life will be transformed and you will receive grace to influence your world. God bless you. Amen. I'll be talking about the complete woman today. Hallelujah. Okay, let me quickly give us this analogy, or let me just, the story per se. You know, my last baby, she doesn't like food. She says food is work for her. You know, when it comes to eat, when you say eating is not something that she loves to do. So when you give her something as per food, she ends up to sleep on top of that food. Sleep in the sense that if you, are not, if you don't watch her very well, her head will be inside the food. And that will be it. I've done everything possible to see how we can make her just eat, but nothing is working. But then I realized something, that she loves spaghetti. So I went all out, you know, I like to prepare spaghetti for her. You know, but there is something that she does whenever she is done with her spark. She can eat and ask for more. She keeps asking for more and keeps asking for more. She's never satisfied when it comes to that. But whenever she comes to say, mommy, I want more, there's this satisfaction. There is this completeness that we see in her, in her expression. You know, that is what we go about as humans. You know, there's this satisfying expression that we have on our faces when a work is done and completed. Do you agree with me? Do you understand? So I knew, whenever I watch or I look at her displaying that attitude, I knew that there was this particular satisfaction in the eyes of Adam when he saw Eve when she was created. That was why he said that this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. We understand that, right? So when a job is done, we say job well done, isn't it? We say it is complete. So what, when we say a woman is complete, it means what? Are we talking this morning about the strong qualities of a woman, of a complete woman? Our theme for the program is what? The complete woman. And I believe that we have complete women. We are not incomplete because we are not, God's plan is not incomplete. When God created, we know that he is the author and the finisher. We know that he knows the end from the beginning. So he, knows, he has perfected the end from the beginning. So when he starts revealing and unveiling some things to you, which is the beginning, he knows the finish point. You might not know the finish point. So when he created, let's go back into the creation. You know, as a woman, we were created to be what? To be a completer and not a computer. So you were created for a purpose. So everything that you get involved, with, involved in completes automatically because you serve the God that is complete. The Bible says that what we are complete in him. Hallelujah. So you know, this constant joy that we have that we are complete is because of the fullness of God that we have on the inside of us. We know in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, when the Bible, when God says, let us create man in this image and likeness, we are aware of the scriptures. And then in, in 2, chapter 18 down, then it caused man to go into what? Into deep sleep. Now listen, when man was created, man was created from what? From the dust. Thank you, Sister May. And then, you know, when you were talking, I said, ah, my message you did preach so. But when the woman was created, the woman was not created. Get this and get it very clear. The man was created from the dust, but the Lord caused him to go into deep sleep. And when someone goes into deep, deep, deep sleep, what happens? Automatically, the person is dead. But when God wanted to create the woman, nobody was present there. 
And then, because you are special, there are some things that he wants to put on the inside of you that no eyes should see it. And then he caused the mantle. Even though the church said, okay, I've seen that it's not good for you to be alone. Let me create an meet for you. And then he said, okay, just stay on the corner and be gardening. Then I will create what? A woman. You will come. But instead, he allowed what? The man to go into deep sleep. And then he took the rip. The Bible says he took the rip from the side of the man. When he was creating the man, he said what? He formed the man. You know what you call form is the, the word that the potters use mostly. When they are forming the clay. So he formed the man. But when he wanted to talk about the woman, he said what? That the woman was beautiful. She was created. So it was the rip that was used to form and create the woman. So when you have the rip, it's from the side of man. That means what? That the woman is the second half of the man. When I told my woman to talk about uh, last week, about, uh, last two weeks about uh, who the woman is, we had different definitions. I was so proud of them. I once said that what well, the woman is not defined by the man. But the truth is, the man is being defined by the woman. Because without the woman in your life, trust me, you are not complete. Permit me to say this. When God, in, in the Bible, when God said that, when, when, when we, we heard that God took out the rib, he did what? He closed up the man. He did not replace the rib. But when he created the woman, he created the woman complete with an extra, what you call sauce. So, you know, I joke with my husband sometimes when we are talking, I was like, ah, you know, you're not comp- your rip is not complete. Though. I have your rip here with me. It's with me. I'm your completer. I'm like, are you talking to me? Oh, yes. So you as the woman, you are the one that completes the man. So don't let anybody talk down on you. Don't let anybody look at you as being weak because they say the woman is the weaker vessel. Who says so? When God created the man, he gave him authority. <laughs> when he created the woman, he didn't just give the woman authority. But he made the woman a supporter. You know what you are doing? You are the supporter. The man was made as what? As the head. But trust me, you can, if you put the head on top of the shoulder, what happens? Can the, shoulder fo- can the head function very well? The head cannot even function effectively. But what makes the head to function effectively is what is the support of the neck. So you should be proud of your status as a woman because you are complete. Without you, the man can't be complete. You are the one that stop, supports the man, that makes the man to stand upright, to turn right and left. Because of what? Because of you. You are not a lesser version. You are the greatest version of yourself. Hallelujah. Now we know that part, that we are complete. Our completeness is in what? It's in Christ Jesus. Because for the fullness of God dwells in Christ and Christ dwells in us. So we live the life of Christ. Hallelujah. And we are made complete. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what you need to actually work out and bring out that qualities of your completeness inside of you. You know, they say that what you don't work, don't work. If you think I just go and say I'm a complete woman, you are not improving yourself, you're not enhancing your knowledge, you're not doing something to bring out the completeness in you, you will just be dormant. But I believe I don't have dormant women in this place. Hallelujah. The Bible says we should work out what our salvation. So you work out everything that you have on the inside of you to become complete. Hallelujah. Because you are, an, you are an asset. As a woman, you are an asset. You are the epitome of beauty. The embodiment of what? Of grace and glory. Hallelujah. You are a job well done. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Amen. You know, a woman that is complete is what is a refined and dignified woman. She is refined. She's an all-rounder. She stands tall even in the midst of trials. There is nothing you say to her that will actually bring her down. Even when things are going wrong, she's not intimidated. Now, I'll go straight into my strong qualities. Thank you for your time. My timer. You know, first thing first is the complete woman seeks God first. A complete woman seeks God first. She rejects every lie that anyone or anything can satisfy her. She knows what she is made of. She knows what she is built of. She knows her quality. She knows what has been deposited on the inside of her. So when she needs anything, what she needs to do is to go to God first. So she seeks God first. Two, I will just rush quickly. So you just follow me very quickly. I may not have time to read too much of the scriptures. And Father, thank you for your word. Thank you because I know I've gone deep into it. And I pray that everyone that is here, they will listen and go home with something in Jesus' name. Amen. And two, she is an intercessor. <laughs> there is nothing you bring to her that becomes a challenge to her. She knows how to use her news very well. She knows what to do, you know, and she brings everything to the altar of prayers. She is not the woman that is seen when they talk about why men slept. She is always awake. She knows how to handle and trash issues in the things of the spirit. Three, she is one with wisdom and speaks faithfully. She speaks faithfully and graciously. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 6, it says, that, it says Let your speech be always with grace and what unseasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer every man. And Proverbs 31, verse 26 says, What? It says, She opens her mouth in wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. So she talks gracefully, she speaks faithfully. She's not the one to condemn anybody at any time. What you bring to her, she handles it, put it in a boys of what of wisdom and dish it out to you rightly. She allows the word of God to dwell in her richly. She doesn't joke with that. That's in Colossians 3 verse 16. Then she is a wife. A wife that, what, that, that is submissive. She loves, she tolerates, and she respects. In 18 of the Colossians 3 as well. Then she is a mother. A mother she trains. She teaches them how to relate. As in her children, those around her, how to relate with each other. She teaches them scriptures. If you are a complete woman, you will know what it means to teach your children scriptures. I do something with my children every morning when we go to school. When I'm doing the school run. I start praying and I make them to recite scriptures. You know, we do it in songs. One of them is Psalm 66, verse 18. If I regard you know, iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. You know, there are different ways you can teach children. Why some do devotions with their children every night and every evening? It is part of your culture. It should be part of your culture. As a Christian woman and as a woman that is complete in Christ, you should, it should be a mandatory. It, should, it is imperative that you do this all the time. You teach them scriptures. Let them be founded and grounded in the word of God. Let their life replicate Christ everywhere they go to. Let people look at it. You know, I was proud when, when during the, the parent and teacher's association last week and my daughter's uh, teacher was saying things about Juanita. Well, the first thing she said, she's very matured. And then she said she is extremely obedient. He said, the way she memorizes scriptures, I wonder. And then she said, oh, are you a pastor? Apparently she didn't tell them <laughs> pastors are not. 
Because she, the way she, she doesn't want to admit to the point, she comes like, Mommy, what is this? She goes to, to the school with her Bible every, every day. And when we are coming back, she opens it to start searching for scriptures. If she's not satisfied, the father is there. She goes and she must get the answer. For some of us that we are around during, uh, I think the children's time, uh, uh, the time they gather the children, they said, write your 10 years plan. And some people were laughing when she said, I want to be a doctor, I want to be um, a, an actress, I want to be a mother. And then she now cramped up to say, I want to be a bishop or a reverend. Gabriel was there, Gabriel was laughing, ah, ah, all in one person. But because she has a godly woman in her life, she can accomplish that. She is a what? She's a stimulator in her home and not a reactor. She's a homemaker. She creates good and conducive environment for her husband and her children, even those that come close to her to live with. She is a good home manager. She manages her home very well. She uses the instrument and language of love to bring up her children. We can see that in Proverbs 31 verse 15. We can see in 27 and 28 as well. Because of time, I'm not going to be digging into scriptures. Then she is resourceful. Ah! She is resourceful. Extremely resourceful. Psalm 46 verse 45. I will just take this now from the NIV version. I wrote it down. It says, God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the, what, at the break of day. So she is resourceful. Comes to her hand. Everything she makes up her mind to do, she becomes successful in it because she knows that God is in her, within her. There is no failure in additionary. When she is set to do it, she will do it and complete it. Ha. Because she knows her strength is in God, her source is from God, and her word is on the word of God. You can never catch her dry. There is no way she will be dry. Being a resourceful woman. When you tear her up, the more her strength is being renewed. When you dig into her, the more of treasures you will see. There is no way you can catch her dry or you bleed her dry. It's not possible. Never. Because she knows she will never fail. She is strength personified. She has the strength of a thousand men on the inside of her. She's a force to be reckoned with. And she's a force that you cannot stop when she is determined. She has God on the inside of her. She knows anything you put God in. The Bible says, seek him first. Anything you put God here in his kingdom, what happens? It becomes successful. There is no way she will become a failure. Hallelujah. She doesn't brag in her self-achievements. But her bragging right is Christ Jesus. She brags always with God. If you like, brag with everything you've got. I've acquired this, I've acquired that, I had a mini certificate and all that. The truth of the matter is a complete woman brags in what? In Christ. So our bragging right is what is in Christ Jesus. Because we remember that we are completing him. She is a giver. She doesn't withhold. She gives. Proverbs 31 verse 20. Then she is a builder and a multiplier. Proverbs 3, 14 verse 1. Every wise woman, it says every wise woman builds a home. But the foolish one does what? Tears it down. So when you give her something, she helps you to multiply it. And she comes out with something good with it. That is a woman. Because the foolish one you give and they talk and they chop and they, they help you to, they drag you down safe. But I know we don't have such kind in this house. Praise God. She is compassionate and she is not spiteful. She is very compassionate and not spiteful. She loves others with godly wisdom, with boldness, 
kindness. She is a faithful completer of orders. I said something earlier on. I said she's the completer of the man. She's not meant to do what to compete with the man. Same goes for every other woman. So whoever she meets, she completes the person. She's not meant, she, she doesn't go into what direct competition. She's no competition at all. What are you even competing for in the house of God, in the kingdom of God? As ladies, you are carrying your face because someone is progressing more than you. Such is not found what in a complete woman. Instead, we celebrate ourselves. We celebrate each other. We help each other to stand firmly. Praise God. She is an embodiment of divine favor. Oh, Jesus. Glory to God. Proverbs 18, 21 says that what he who finds a wife, what? Finds a good thing. So for the men out here that you are still asking yourself, how will I know how to find a wife? The Bible says that he who finds a wife. So go and pray to God and find a wife. Because he, those that found their wives, it's just when you find a woman or a complete woman in a wife, it's an evidence of you having favor from God. If you don't know, ask Pastor Uyi. <laughs> Pastor Uyi found favor. Found favor in the Lord by finding favor. So God blessed him with favor. So favor, you are complete. That's it. Don't let it shock you. Go and find your own favor too. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Then she's a 21st century woman of grace. Should I turn around again for you to see me? Can I have my women up here, please? Can you please stand up? Can you please? I know we don't have much time, but just stand, stand up and you should do like this, you know? All the men, look at them very well. They are the 21st century women of grace. They are great personified. Thank you, my women. You can sit down. This one, I'm about to say, please take it very important to the ladies as well. You know, most of the time we just say, well, we're praising our husband. We say, you are my crown. You are my this. But hear this. The complete woman is what? She is a crown on her husband's head. And then she's a staff on his hand. She's the one that brings what? That brings direction and stability to the kingdom. When a man gets married to you, he knows the potentials that you have. He knows you are going to transform him into something that the world will see. I'm like, wow. Somebody said that to me some years back. I think it was about one year or so into our marriage. One of us out there is no longer here. He's outside the country. He came to meet me in the car very on a Sunday morning. And he said, ah, my friend, you have done well. I did not understand. I said, you have turned Pastor Richard into a man. And then I was, okay, what do you mean? He said, ah, the Pastor Richard I knew before and now. Ah, this marriage is sweet, oh. You have transformed this life. Now you've made him a man. You know he's a man of grammar and I speak so much grammar before. <laughs> well, no, God, God has helped me to help him. It's a good thing, but you know how it is when you are in church and you are carrying dictionary to be looking while somebody is talking, you're not. And when you want to start in the house, like, I beg, I beg, I beg. Let's face this level. But there's a better level than that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So she makes her husband what? A king. Hallelujah. And helps in what? In grooming the kingdom. So she builds this kingdom for him. 
Because without what? Without a king. Without a king, there won't be a kingdom, isn't it? So when you have a kingdom, you can't have a king. You must have a king to rule that kingdom. Shebi? So now the woman makes her home a kingdom for the man to reign. So when the man steps out of her house, of her, of, 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 sorry, out of his home, what happens? People are seeing the crown on his head. They are the things that you are, not, you are not there visibly with him, but they are seeing the work that you have done in the life of the man. So you are a crown. And because you are the staff in his hand, he has the authority to speak. So you are the staff of his, you are, you are his staff of, of authority. When people know that a man is married and is married rightly and to the right woman, to a complete woman, what happens? They respect him whenever he says anything. So don't look down on yourself, fellow sisters. 31 verse 12 says, She will do him good all the days of her life. Always. So I may say this in rounding up, that a complete woman doesn't get validated by men. Please, men as per your fellow woman, your boss, your colleague, whatever, you don't get validated by men. But your validation comes from whom? From God. Because he, has, he is the one that's what, that, has what, that has validated you, he has checkmated you, he has qualified you, and he has equipped and empowered you as a woman to run and rule in the vision that he has called you to uphold. So when God looks at you, the only thing he sees in you, my darling sister, he sees what? Completeness. Ah, he sees completeness because everything that you require in life and godliness is in you. Just in 2 Peter 3 verse 1, chapter 3 verse 3 rather, he says, true is divine power that he has done what? He has given you all that pertains to life and godliness. So you are complete. Say to somebody right there with you, say, you are com complete. Say it louder, say, you are complete. Then tell yourself to say, I am complete. Yes, so all you need to do is to go out and shine for the world awaits you. God bless you. This message was brought to you by Church of God Mission International, Church for Real. For more information, log on to our website at www.churchforreal.org. Church for Real. Influence your world.